Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. We're a little late on this, but I do feel like it's a relevant conversation to have, Brandon. Comedian Dave Chappelle making headlines for his Saturday Night Live monologue, in which oh, he joked, so among good. other topics, about Kanye West's recent anti-Semitic comments. Chappelle's barbs on the subject included tongue-in-cheek advice on how West should have handled the resulting firestorm in a quip about the decision by manufacturer Adidas to drop the rapper as a business partner. We both watched the monologue. I had like five people be like, you need to watch this monologue. They texted me. I was initially like, why is everyone freaking out? To me, to me, having watched it, all he said, Dave Chappelle, was there are a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood. Did I miss something? I don't think you did at all. A lot of the stuff came out in the mainstream media, and you got. And this is really where the woke meter comes into play, based on what article you read. Yeah, you yeah, whatever people, your source. Yeah, yeah. What, these people are just all up in arms about uh, Dave Chappelle, and he's anti-Semitic, and blah blah blah. And if you watch the monologue, he's very careful about what he says. Yes. Right? He makes jokes about the fact that you have to be very careful about what you say. Dave Chappelle's whole thing is is that censorship is not the answer. That's not going to educate anybody about anything. He talks about Trump. You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, they have the election and no one likes Trump anymore. It's like, oh, no, I live with a bunch of poor white people. They love Trump. And that's true. There's lots of people that love Trump. I was actually reading this Jewish publication. uh, It's called Aish, A-I something. Look at you. That's a humble brag. That's a humble brag. I worked at a a, a Jewish day school, so I got- I got- how is that a humble brag? You always say that when it's just bragging that you perusing were perusing Jewish anyway, magazines. But go on. I only know about this because of the school I worked at, and I just happened to say, "I wonder what they're saying about it." So I went on there, and their editorial comment was like, "It's not anti-Semitic." He didn't say anything that was anti-Semitic. Look, dude, it, it, you may not like the idea, but one of my closest friends, uh, Zach Selwyn, who is an incredibly talented actor, comedian, musician, lives in L.A. And guess what? He's Jewish. There are lots of Jews that live in L.A. It's it's historically been a place where Jews have gone to get into that business because it's like any family. Like, dude, if you go around this country, you're going to see a lot of fingernail shops that are owned and run by Vietnamese people. Now, there are a lot of donut shops owned and run by Cambodians. There's an, there's an exact reason why Cambodians own right. the majority the of donuts. Donut there's a reason. Yes. Yeah. And that's my point is that there's a reason why Jews tend to work in entertainment in L.A., not all of the people that work there are Jewish, and not every Jew works in entertainment. The point is, is that 100 years ago, when they were building Hollywood, some really, really smart Jewish entrepreneurs left New York City and took the money they'd made in like as merchants in New York and invested it in this new industry of film. It just so happened that it blew up, and these people became really powerful. Well, if I own a company... And my son or my nephew or a good friend wants a job and they happen to be of the same religion as me, I'm probably yep. going to hire them. I don't, I guess I didn't get the whole thing. I try to be very sensitive to anti Semitism, racism, whatever it is. Having, again, worked at a Jewish day school, I told you that story about saying that, uh, you know, Hitler did a few good things and had this girl weeping in front of me. And, you know, talk in terms of infrastructure, I was saying, no, he's a horrible person. And my boss at the time was a great guy, happens to be Jewish, just like, hey, look. Here's the deal. In the Jewish community, you can never say that Hitler was did some good things. You just can't. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means you can't say certain things a certain way. And, and I learned a valuable lesson that day. It was really, really important for me. 
to be sensitive and to be aware of where I am and in the audience of which I'm talking. So, man, I love Dave Chappelle. I'll be fully honest. I love the dude. I think he's a genius. Dude. He's, um, he's about pushing people's butt. That's yeah. it. And I and I heard uh, Jerry Seinfeld get on there and kind of say, he's like, I didn't think it was anti-Semitic. I just think it was poorly delivered. I was like, well, as a comedian to another comedian, you can make that statement, right? You could say something. How, how was it poorly delivered? I, I don't I, understand. It doesn't matter. My point well, is, I, I, I really mean this. Opinion. What Did I miss something? Because all I feel like he said was, there are lots of Jewish people working in Hollywood. And that's anti-Semitic? Well, that's what, but that's what people are, are freaking out about it. I think if you look at this, you see wokesters freaking out. Normal, healthy, typically, like that's what I'm saying. I went to that Jewish magazine because I wanted to know what Jews were saying about it, not about what like dudes like me were saying about it from Des Moines, right? I want to hear from people like, you know, I'm very passionate about men's issues. And somebody gets on and starts talking about how all men are evil. I'm going off on them. I'm not listening to another word they said. I think they're man yeah. They might actually yeah. be saying some things that are actually reasonably true. But because I'm so passionate about the issue, I might not be able to hear it. That's all I'm saying about this. I didn't get it either. I was trying to say, okay, take off yeah. your white dude hat and, and try to figure out what it was that people were worked up about. And what it is, is there's a certain segment of our population, which is the reason why we have Donald Trump, who decided that you can't say anything that bothers anybody about anything. And that, it, 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 unless you're woke, unless you're a certain thing, right? You can't say it. Yeah. This leads to a bigger discussion of like Jerry Seinfeld and then John Stewart came out and said like, hey, we have to be able to talk about things. Yes. Like we have to, we have to, comedians bring out things and then we talk about them. And so Stewart's thing was, you know, so if you're paying attention, there's, there was Dave Chappelle, there was obviously um, Kanye West. And then Kyrie Irving made some, you know, so why are young black males saying anti-Jewish things ish, right? Whether you think they are or not, what's the, what's the problem? And John Stewart brings up this point. He's like, because if you come from a lower economic class that some of these black people have, they're sort of pointing out to this, they're, they're making a point of Jews who've always had lots of money. Like it seems, Kanye seems crazy. I get that. He is crazy. But you kind of start seeing that they're trying to make this point about their situation and where they come from and pointing to, unfairly, the Jewish population. Well, I think Chappelle said that in there when he got to that part where he was talking about Donald Trump. And he's like, you know, what made Donald Trump so popular? He's like, look, this system's corrupt. And I know it's corrupt because I've been working this system for my whole <laughs> life. And I'm going to go back and continue to work this system. You know, all these people get up there and say, well, you know, you know, Hillary Clinton and others complain. I hate Donald Trump. I, I, you, I don't use that word lightly. I really dislike this guy. I think he's a terrible human being. He's done terrible things. But he has a point. The system is corrupt. It does work against people of lower socioeconomic classes, different races that are stuck in there. So it is a big thing. I think Chappelle is making this great point about Donald Trump. Donald Trump was born to a rich family, Hannah Nanny, had a nanny, went, was sent away to boarding school, was, went to an Ivy League educated school, was given his first million dollars by his dad to invest, and that's how he got rich. Donald Trump is the elite of the elites, right? And Dave's kind of pointing this out in his monologue. What I don't understand, I understand why people in this country are angry about the system, but why have they chosen Donald Trump to be their representative to change the system. He has not changed a thing. That's the part that I don't understand that I think they brought up. Well, he's saying that what Donald, I mean, it's not about what you do. It's about what you say. These people are, there's nothing we can learn from Donald Trump in terms of well, how to I govern. Just want to double the, real quickly, 
Donald Trump wouldn't let those people, the January 6th rise, stay at Mar-a-Lago. He like he's just using them. I just don't understand but why. But wh- they don't. But they're these are the same people that say no matter what you tell them, you could show them the facts. There's that great guy from uh, that that does the Comedy Central uh, Daily Show, and he goes around to the different MAGA events. And oh, he Jordan Klepper. Oh my Klepper, gosh, so funny. And he's oh. like, he he offers them like, look, it, what if this happens? They're like, I don't care. It doesn't believe it. They don't want to believe. They don't want to believe that Donald Trump wouldn't let him go to Mar-a-Lago. They love him because he says what they want to hear, even if his actions are totally different. They don't care. They're, these people are hurting. They're broken. They're lost. They feel like their world has been taken from them. I mean, has their world been taken from them? Most of these people have homes and can feed their families. They're mad because they feel like their power is being taken away. And to be fair, okay, to be fair on this, the wokesters have done no one a favor by being so woke. Right yeah. to have an honest conversation with a wokester is like having an honest conversation yeah. with a magtard. It is the yeah. exact same thing. The wokesters don't want to ever hear you say, "Well, I'm not sure. I do think that everybody should use language like, uh, you know, nor uh, gender normative or trans or whatever it is." Like, I don't want a label on myself. Why do I have to have a label? Well, because you're blah blah blah. I'm like, that's your opinion. That's no different than the election denier. But they would say, "Oh, it's, I'm like." Take a look at your own stuff and then come back. If you want to have a real conversation about things, we can have a real conversation. But if all you want to do is label and tell people to shut up, that's all they were doing to Dave Chappelle. They were like, you stop talking, Dave Chappelle. I'm like, why? What did he say that was so bad? You, what he said was he made fun of something that was was very sensitive to people, right? The, the idea of uh, anti-Semitism, just the word alone gets people worked up. That's That's my point. I think the sad part about this, maybe it's not in in this day and age, people can't. It's just all or nothing. Right. Like, for instance, with the Will Smith thing, like Chris Rock is up there making a joke. He takes offense to it on the Oscars and has to immediately go slap in the face. Like even Will Smith can't just like can't we? Will Smith's indicative of all of us these days. We can't just hear something and let it sit for five minutes, an hour, a day or month and think about it. And then comment. Right. We have to get all worked up about it and say, you know, I, I can look back at my life and I could say 20 years ago, I was a very, very different person in the yes! way I view the world than right now. And I've worked at progressive and liberal schools and it's changed the way I think about things. But I even had a conversation today with a friend via text and it was a very, it's a very woke friend who I really like, but they're like, oh, you know, this language and this language and that and like, oh, you're my, we're on the same team. I'm like, I'm not on your team. I disagree <laughs> with that language. I don't like it when you just have to label everything. That is just a way of, of creating a problem. So I, I just completely disagree with that. I didn't, I didn't have a single problem with what Chappelle said. I thought he handled it brilliantly. What I had a problem with is these SNL writers is like, we're going to boycott Dave Chappelle, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Dave Chappelle is a is a voice that needs to be heard. You don't have to agree with everything he says to, in order well, to appreciate what he does. I had this incident that happened to me this week, and I was furious at my wife Ooh. for something that happened. Ooh. You know what I did? I just didn't say anything for an hour. I literally was like, you know what? I am not going to say anything for an hour. And after an hour, I was able to move through it. It's always when we just speak in the heat of the moment that gets in, just take five minutes to not say something. Yeah, absolutely. I think that if you just, 
if you stop and think before yeah. you talk or before you act. And I think that if, if someone's challenging your woke ideals or your MAGA ideals, take a second and ask yourself, well, why are they challenging? Is there any validity in that? Is there any veracity to what they're saying? Uh, so, you know, I, I think that we both agree on this. The, the one thing I will say about Dave Chappelle, and you said it earlier when you were talking about it, Dave Chappelle is very precise about every word. He is a master craftsman about comedian. Like, he doesn't just willy-nilly get up there and just say things. He works on every word, how the intonation, the phrasing. Like, he he said it was it was art what he did out there. It was beautiful. You might disagree with it, but it was truly an art form. Yeah, and I think that Dave Chappelle is I, – I was laughing my ass off. I thought some of the stuff he said, the gold chain on Kanye leaving oh, 1.5 billion. I thought that was genius, right? But, I mean, there's lots of great things about Dave Chappelle. I love that interview he did with Letterman about it on his, on his farm in oh. Ohio because he didn't want to be around all the crazy chaos. I have a lot of respect for Dave Chappelle, yeah. um, that he's honest, that he doesn't just do what everybody tells him to do. Yeah, I do want to yeah. say one thing. We have never, ever done advertising on this show to this point. We've, we've not we've not really shilled anything. There's not a single thing. But I would like to say uh, that I bought this Rode. So my new mod, you can't see it if you're just oh, listening, okay. but I have in my new arm. It is amazing. And that's what I'm saying is like, if you're doing something like that where you need to have something to hold a microphone... Go out and buy a road arm. It's amazing. I, I did a bunch of research on it, and I kind of stumbled on this one. It got a lot of good reviews. But I've not bought something where I was like, this thing is awesome. It's like well-made. It works exactly the way you want it to work like. And my point to that is just simply, it's really nice when you get something that actually does what you want it to do. Well, where can I get someone to hold me, Brandon? I want someone <laughs> to hold me. I think you could pay for that in San Francisco. And once again, Larry, I would like to thank you for dragging this show down into the gutter. Have a great day. 